everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient or adult use person and you would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Podcast. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, as well as doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do that by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we even have a $5 tier and a $10 tier if you're feeling extra generous. By supporting us on Patreon, it helps to sustain the podcast and helps us to grow. And you, and in addition, you get bonus content. So you get live streams that I do at even the $1 tier. You get early release episodes even at the $1 tier. Um, you also get um, exclusive episodes that um, the general public won't get. So you can support us for as little as $1 a day. And any little bit helps. And we would really appreciate any support you can give the project. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hey y'all, hope y'all are having a very good evening. Just figured I'd read this. Um, It's uh, 6.48pm. It's uh, June 30th, 2019 in Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, so right now I have a, um, story, um, you know, it's been wanting to cover it, but I haven't gone around to it, but, um, I'm going to do this one and, um, in the next few days, we're going to do one about how to get a card, how to go about getting a card in Texas. I'm going to try to do my research and try to demystify the process like I've been doing, you know, we want to keep up more of these how to's, um, I feel they're real useful. I feel that, um, you know, like it's, it's very intimidating getting a card. It was intimidating for me. I'm, I'm pretty tech savvy. So, you know, doing research isn't hard for me at all or googling things isn't hard for me, but it was very intimidating, you know, and with the patchwork of laws in all 50 states, it's just like, like when I, again, when I first started applying, like uh, when I applied two years ago or whatever, when I, or when I was looking into the process seriously, I was, or, or even when my, when one of my coworkers told me about it, it was like, all right, you know, uh, that's cool. I want to maybe look into it, but 
I mean, I know, I know that Massachusetts ain't going to be like California and allow anyone to get it. And I knew that there's going to be more, it's going to cost more money. It's going to be more hoops and yada, yada, yada. And I might not even qualify, but, um, but, but my, my fears were right. You know, um, not, not in my case because Massachusetts, we have, we're pretty like, I think we have like 15 qualifying conditions, but then there's a catch-all clause which allows doctors and nurse practitioners to recommend for anything that they see fit. But Texas, you know, they run a very different program, but they've just expanded um, the, the, the tyranny list, like Alexis Bortel says, they just expanded the tyranny list. So let's read and talk about that. And um, in the future series, in the future episodes, we're going to try to do uh, how to get one and how to get a card in Texas. I'll try to do my research on it and try to make it easier for people because uh, I mean I know people I mean I don't I don't have children or anything but I know if I did it would be I, I would have even less time than I've got now and I, I feel I already feel I have very limited time but it's just again it gets overwhelming when you have when you have lots of responsibilities I mean when I was getting my card I had a nine to five job and I had a lot of other responsibilities and hobbies so it was it was, it was intimidating and I hope to I hope to use the limited time I've got to make it less intimidating for people. So this is from Spectrum Local News. Texas patients growers react to expanding medical cannabis program by Catherine Giese, Austin, Texas. More patients will soon be able to access medical cannabis. Governor Greg Abbott gave the green light to expand the state's medical marijuana program. Now growers and distributors are preparing to ramp up production. Talia's Seglink will include will will soon be able to legally treat her 14-year-old son with cannabis oil. Lance has been diagnosed with moderate to severe autism. He used to be highly aggressive and he had a lot of trouble with things like going out to public or going to movies or the grocery store, said Sage Sage Link. Since 2014, Sedgelink has been treating Lance with unregulated cannabis oil. Quote, I've been very nervous about what we're doing, but it's helped so much I was willing to take the risk, said Sedgelink. Cannabis oil use has been, has been illegal for anyone other than prescribed patients with a very rare and serious form of epilepsy. But that's changing. That's the ultimate tyranny list. You only allow one condition, but I mean, that's I mean that's that, that that's the reality in some states here, you know. But um, the legislation signs into law expands the state's compassionate use program to include people with seizure disorders, multiple sclerosis, terminal cancer, and other conditions, including autism. They can be prescribed medical cannabis from a state-regulated dispensary. Our ability to help thousands of more patients has become a reality for us, and we couldn't be happier, said Mike Rubin of Compassion and Cultivation. The Austin-based medical cannabis operation is about to get even busier. Growers and chemists are already producing cannabis oil at capacity, serving more than 500 patients. Soon they anticipate that number to grow well into the thousands. This facility has pretty much max 
max out for us. So we'll be looking to expand to a much larger facility around the Austin area in order to fulfill our commitment to meeting the demand for our patients, said Reuben. Since 2015, patients participating in the Compassionate Use Program have had to use recommendations from two separate doctors to access cannabis oil. The new law lessens that requirement to one. The changes take effect immediately. End of article. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to add too much more to that. Um, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, so as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends, and peace out.